Hi, everyone, and welcome to Strive's How You Lead Matters podcast, where we talk about everything leadership. From tapping into your motivation to filling yourself with grit, we're here to support you as you discover the character-driven leadership in yourself and those around you. I'm Tiff Lockridge. And I'm Jared Smith. Welcome back, our listeners, to the Strive How You Lead Matters podcast. We appreciate everyone for sticking with us and listening in and tuning in to all of this good content and stories that we've been sharing. Today is another special guest that we would like to have on to share more experience about sports challenge. Right now, we're going to welcome Jordan Smith. Jared, you already know how we do. It's so good to hear from you. So good to see you. It's great to have this opportunity. Yes, yes. Hello, everyone. I hope everybody's having a great day. Um, the Super Bowl is on Sunday. My birds, we in it. We in it. We here. Um, We're going to do it. We're going to do it. It's a must. We have it's to. A, it's a must. It's yeah. Thin. Thin. I might as well be like one of those guys that get the tattoo and, you know, just early on and just, you know, stamp it. Um, I bleed green. And not just for Strive. I like that. We got Philly family in the building. All right, enough said. Welcome, Jordan. We appreciate you taking the time out to be with us. She is definitely going to share more of her story, more of all of her insights and lessons and skills and all of the development that she's gone through. She has a lot of growth to share with us. To start off, we're always asking them this question, what is leadership to you, Jordan? What does it mean to you? Leadership to me, honestly, it's all about how you communicate what you feel to others. So, like, what you feed off, like, people are going to receive that in however way they are, and you want to make sure that you're giving off good energy, positive energy, because people are going to take that from you, especially when you're on a team. Like, that matters. Like, if you're one of the leaders on your your team, like, people are going to look to you for that. And so, leadership to me is just like, communicating positive energy through your words, through your actions, and just how you go about things. I love that. That's a new one, Jordan. That's a real new one. Well, first tell us, like, how did you get involved with Sports Challenge? What made you want to participate, sign up, share with us a little bit more? How did you get involved with us? I'm going to be honest. It was a while ago. So I'm a junior in college right now. and I went going into my freshman year of high school. And so I think our head basketball coach, I think he like nominated me and one of my teammates to go. And we were kind of just like, okay, like, sore. And like, we didn't really know anything. And I know I was nervous, like going into it, but it was really fun. Like I kind of just like jumped in. I'd never like had a roommate before. So like that was new. Like I'd been to sleepaway camp, but nothing like that. And so, yeah, it was just, it was a new experience. Right, right. And if I remember correctly, I think... Uh, well, Jordan and I, we, we went to the same high school, Abington Friends School, yeah. and that's how we know each other other than the Sports Challenge connection. So, yes, our school was one of the schools who partnered with Strive in, in doing Sports Challenge. And so uh, there are a couple of us who definitely, who, a lot of us who have went, and Jordan is just like another one of the people who did and who went and who seems like had a great time, which I would hope. And we went, I think, our last year. Yeah, I think it was just me, you, and Kendall that went my last year. Mm-hmm. So we were able to get together and have that great time. So yeah, you said you're a junior right now. What's going on in your life? Talk a little bit about yourself. We want to know, you know, what's going on with you? 
Yeah, um, so I'm currently a junior at Western Kentucky University where I play basketball in the CUSA conference. So about 12 hours from Philly. It's not too bad. It's like a two-hour flight. Um, we're in the middle of conference season right now. We're doing pretty well. We're second right now in our conference. Uh, so we've got a pretty good shot at that. And yeah, it's like we're getting to that point, but we're trying to like get to the end of the season. And yeah. Oh, I'm also I'm studying economics and African American studies. And so I'm hoping to, you know, pursue something in that field when I get out of here. Nice, nice. That's wonderful. Very proud of you. Well, of course, I'm proud of you, one, because, you know, we went through a whole journey together, even just the AFS and having that connection. So Strive, you know, Strive has propelled people um, and hopefully assisted you in your way of becoming a collegiate athlete. You know, how did your mentorship process look during the time at your Strive that, you know, did you take anything that your mentors have said and applied it? in your trainings while you're on the court or uh, with teammates that you now have or anything? Yeah, sure. I mean, I think, I mean, it was probably the thing that they said every day was to take it off, like they brushed off your shoulder. Um, it's like the easiest thing to remember, but for me, it's probably like the hardest thing to do just because like, you know, that like you should be shaking it off. But like sometimes in the moment, especially in basketball, it's like play after play. It's really hard to like, just snap out of it and just get to the next play. But that was definitely probably the biggest thing I took from the coaches and the mentors, like on and off the court. Like they would say it in the one practice and then we'd go back into the classroom and it would just like keep being brought up. So I've definitely carried that even if it is like tough every day to really apply it. In the moment, I love when you're bringing up this real moment, Jordan. It's so hard to practice those type of skills that we're we're developing and trying to practice the brush it off. It's like, what do you look at to help you accomplish that skill? What what does Jordan do or what have you seen your teammates or your peers do to actually help you experience that brush it off moment? Can you pinpoint a time where you knew that it was probably going to have some type of impact on you, maybe in a negative way, um, and how you may perform on the court? But like specifically, what are some things that you've done to help you actually brush things off and like move through them? Yeah, I mean, a specific moment. I mean, there's so many just because the way the game goes, it's like constantly things are happening. But I know for me, it takes me like actually leaning like on my teammates because when something goes wrong for me, I take it very like intrinsically and I go into myself and I don't really want to receive things. And so for me, it shows up in like my body language or, you know, I'll sort of like drop my head and like I'll start running down the court kind of thing. So it's really like looking up and like looking at my teammates and seeing like the feedback that they have and that sort of like picks my head up again. And that really helps me sort of brush it off knowing that like, you're okay. Like you keep, like keep going. Like we're still like, nobody called a timeout or anything like you're good. So that's one of the big things. I mean, an example would probably just be like a turnover or like a bad shot or like you practice and like you knew like, oh, that's not the right shot to take. And so it's just like running down the court and saying like, okay, like forget that, like get a stop. You know, it's just like focusing on the next thing that has nothing to do with what previously happened. Like, you can still affect the next play in a positive way, even if, you know, it was your fault that, you know, you lost the ball or something like that. For me, it's really leaning on my teammates. I think that's the biggest thing, just because I know 
I go inwards. And so it's important for me to take things from the outside. I love that. Jared, can you let our listeners know and remind them what the brush it off technique that we've been practicing? What does, what does it mean just in case others don't know what it is? For sure, for sure. So the brush it off technique and the skill and the whole philosophy behind it is to do an action that will let you move forward in the moment and continue to do what you need to do to you know do your job and play your part within your team or within your sport or within your day to also not forget about that mistake and come back to it later. It's a mistake ritual where you're able to, again, move forward and to acknowledge that it was made, but at the same time, again, go through it and to go through the process of of not dwelling on it so that you're able to continue and compete again is what the mistake ritual will get you back to. Like we've said already, a lot of people do the brush it off from the shoulders. Um, Mine was kind of the brush it off to a Superman, but that was just me. Other people hit their legs and do whatever else that they need to do. That was mine, Superman one. I thought that was extravagant and cool, you know, so, but yeah, that's, that's what the brush it off is. Jordan, when you're speaking about your teammates and um, pretty much leaning on them, it's like I'm hearing two different things as you were describing the brush it off for you. It's needing community, needing to develop and to build relationships, either with on the team or even if you're a part of like a community camp, a performance camp like sports challenge it's important for us to build relationships. That's kind of what I'm hearing a little bit when you said you're leaning on your teammates. Sometimes our our peers and our teammates end up affirming us in ways that we probably would least expect. Sometimes we end up taking it like really badly. If we have a mistake, we take it to the heart as an athlete, especially when you're leading and of leadership on that team, you take it twice as hard. How important is that to you to build relationships on a team um, in order to succeed as a team and order just to experience personal growth within yourself. If you didn't have strong dynamics of relationships built within your team, like how would that turn out for you as an athlete? How important is relationship building? I mean, definitely like in college, it's so important. Like you're already spending so much time like practicing together and like you don't always have to hang out outside the court but like we get here in June and it's February and we're still playing and so it's so important to be like have chemistry with each other like nobody wants to be in a team where like, you don't like them like that's not how you want to spend your time like it's what 20 40 hours a week and like you don't like who you're around like that's not you know nobody wants to be doing that and so like when we first get here it's like half workouts, half weights, and then half, like, team bonding. Like, we'll go out like, and do go-kart, like, just, like, getting to know each other, like, having game nights, stuff like that. Or even just, like, sitting around and watching an NBA game together. Like, it's stuff like that that's going to, like, build, like, chemistry and trust. I think that's a really big thing. Like, you have to trust each other. And, like, it, it shows on the court. Like, you can tell when people aren't, like, gelling on the court, and it'll show up in – in the scores it'll show up in the box score like people aren't passing the ball to each other like it's stuff like that that translates and so even if you claim you don't like your teammates like you need them to win especially like if you don't want to play with other people go play golf go play a single sport like 
team sports are not the place to be, you know, selfish and, you know, not wanting to have community. That's the whole point. In Sports Challenge, you, I'm pretty sure you were exposed to diversity, you know, having people come from all different parts of the state uh, with different skill, different positions that they play, different backgrounds. How did you manage to cope with the diversity? Was it a shock to you um, bringing back to Sports Challenge? I know Sports Challenge does a very great job of bringing diversity together under one roof and to maintain that competitive, that rigor that we all love to have when it comes to sports. How did you sift through that? Yeah, I was pretty used to it already. Uh, Jared knows the school we went to is pretty diverse. And so just kind of sports, I was like my roommate, she was a soccer player from New York. And uh, I mean, we're different people in different sports, though, but like we still share things in common. Uh, I still talk to her today. Like we're so cool. And so, I mean, it wasn't that big of a shock to me. It was just like getting to know other people. Like I was very shy. It was more so that than anything else being shocked by uh, people from different places. Did you have to learn another sport while in Sports Challenge? I know you said you share. I know you played basketball and then you had a roommate who played soccer. Were there moments in the Sports Challenge experience where you ended up having to learn about soccer per se? Or in the, maybe your roommate had to learn about basketball? Not from what I remember. I remember we had like the team colors and we would do like intercolor like competitions but I think that was mostly like dodgeball or like that was like SC game yeah like it wasn't a I don't remember ever like going to like play soccer and like I would know because like I suck at soccer so like I don't I don't remember going out to the soccer (laughs) so so I want to also ask you about some college stuff because I think it's 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 great that we get to talk to you know a collegiate athlete of course because I talk to a lot of coaches but from the collegiate athlete point like an actual player are there any things that your coach is doing right now that you see as something that you could take as a nugget if you were to go coach later on, or if you were going to talk to, say, a younger version of yourself, or just a younger player in general? Is there anything that a coach has said to you, a sports challenge, or your current coach right now? Are there What are they doing that you really love and you think is something great that you would want to share? Ooh. Um my coaches it's like love hate with them no I'm kidding with them they're tough on you but you just have to understand that like it's because they want you to do well you have to be able to like discern that you know if they're they're yelling at you and and you know being tough on you to make you want to cry and all that it's all to like get you better and so that's sort of been my biggest takeaway because like I've definitely had my days like like they just don't like me and blah 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 and all that in terms of like anything they've done specifically I think being able to be like open like allowing allowing your players to see you as like an actual person there's like a respect that I give to my coaches because I know that like they've been through it too and I know that what they're saying is just like coming out of left field and that they have no idea what they're talking about they know what it means to win like they know what it takes and so that's great I, I really enjoy hearing about that point of authenticity I think sometimes that really gets lost in the the player coach dynamic as well as player to player dynamic and even coach to coach dynamic I'll say you know all facets of facets of the game and the um strategy the the, the games that we we're playing is, is strategy based you know all games are strategy based in some way shape or form unless it's uno I guess uno has some strategy in it but you know 
it's a lot of luck going on there. But I think I think being able to really show your players that you're human too, that you make mistakes, and having that understanding that they're going through a life journey as well. From a player standpoint, has there been one moment that you're really proud of that you were a part of, whether on the court, on the bench, as a teammate, and supporting cast? It could be not even basketball related. It could be, you know, in a dorm or lunchroom or whatever. Uh, yeah, for sure. I'm actually going to go back to, to high school for a minute. Um, so going into my senior year, I tore my ACL playing AU, And so I had to sit out my last year. You know, my teammates that were still there, like, I mean, we were still pretty good. And so I was just sort of on the sideline, like, cheering them on, like, trying to do what I could. And we had won a couple, like, league championships, but we never won state. Like, we would always lose in the in the semis. And so even though I, like, couldn't be on the court watching them, like, win that state championship and knowing that, like, it still meant a lot to me and to them was probably the best feeling ever. Just because, like, nobody – I don't think anybody at our, our school had done that besides, like, softball I think you know basketball is like that was like the thing there so it's probably been my fondest moment like it was just like not being able to be out there like I don't know why it just sticks out to me like way more than the league championships or even like not now but like to me that's like I don't know the pinnacle right right have you been back I haven't even been on the new court so our school went through a renovation and they renovated the gymnasium so like it's not this kind of little dungeon thing anymore and it's just like this open, beautiful, I think there's like multiple courts too. So I, I haven't played on it yet. I'm waiting for my invite, Jeff Bond, or Lisa, I, I'm waiting for an invite. But uh, I might as well just pull up one day and, and, and say, let's get the runs going. But I don't know. Have you been back yet? Have you been back during your time? Yeah. Yeah. When I go, I mean, they let you go in and work out. Like I'm not paying for a gym. So like, that's very useful for me. My last year, like, they'd opened the gym, but I didn't get to play in it. So, like, everybody else was playing, but I was just kind of sitting there. Uh, but, no, like, I would go in and I'd work out. They've got, like, the shooting gun now. So, like, I don't need a rebounder. And they're around. They're very open. Just walk in. Like, they'll be happy to see you. I'm sure they will. Yeah, I've been back a couple of times, but I don't know. I, I Yeah, I probably need to go. I need to get on the court. I need to have the experience just to feel the lights on me. I miss that. They'll let you in. They'll let you in for sure. Uh <laughs> So, so what's been your favorite part about college so far? Oh, my favorite part. <sighs> I don't know. Um, probably the relationships I've made. Like, I made some pretty close friends past year or two. Especially, so, as it's also interesting because I came in during COVID. Like, I came in during 2020. And so, my whole first year, like, I don't even, I, I barely even counted just because it was so different and, uh, Everything was very spaced out. Like, I don't, I don't know. I've blocked it out at this point. My last two years, I would say I've been very like open. I've been able to like have fun and intermingle with other athletes, that kind of thing. Some road trips is like 50-50. Sometimes they're very fun. And sometimes it's like, oh, I just want to be back in my room because they're like four or five days long sometimes. So it's probably either the road trips or just being able to hang out with my friends. Like, you know, college, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, def definitely, definitely miss it. <laughs> Tiff, do, Tiff, you want to say anything? Do you want to chime in? There are a couple of things I wanted to say. Well, number one, I definitely, um, I always wanted to know what it felt like to travel like longer distances with my team because I ended up, I was playing volleyball at my college, but it was a D3 and most of our games were pretty local for the most part, but I've never had that feeling 
and even the experience to actually exercise the endurance part. Because like you're talking about long road trips. Yes, it's the joy of being with your team and building relationships and having that chemistry be developed. At the same time, there's another half of it where you speak about the challenging parts. And I want you to be able to just share a little bit more about that because it relates to um, positive growth mindset. It, it relates to having the grit and the endurance. Those competencies that Strive does awesome at teaching. Um, I would like for you to share a little bit more about the challenges and how you were able to overcome that, especially on the road. We can start there with just traveling. How did that play on your performance? Are there moments where you're, you've are you traveled for so long and been down for so long physically, you know how the muscles kind of work, were you still able to shoot your shots the same exact way after traveling a long time or or if it's other miscommunications that happen just with coaches and everything and it trickles down to the team will be very insightful. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, we just came back from a, a trip to Texas. We played two, two different teams in Texas. So that was like a five-day trip. We, leave on, we left on a oh. Wednesday and we came back Sunday. So just just like missing class and all that. Well, yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I don't play a ton, but it is just very taxing. Like you have it's like a whole day to travel and then you're getting to the hotel and then you're practicing at five o'clock like that day and so um you know our coach is like very mindful like he doesn't want us to like be like sprinting the whole time all that just because like he knows like your body's already tired and you have to go and play a game the next day so it's all about it's all it's all like a very give and take um I will say in this season it's not as intense as the preseason is um just because you're doing so much, you're going to class, you're going to practice, and you're playing games and all that. But definitely when you first get there, it's like you're going to hit the ground running because um, you're there every day of the week pretty much. And so they know they have you and you can sort of get to where you need to be. But when the season starts, it's more mentally draining, I would say, than physically. I mean, it's definitely physically taxing also, like the wear and tear as the season goes on, definitely. But just having everything sort of combine at once is what I would say is like the biggest challenge. And so it's always like taking care of your body and like taking the rest when you needed for sure. Like we're in Kentucky and like we go from Texas to Florida, like the conference is very spaced out. And so the traveling is definitely a lot. I was actually going to ask in addition to that, and you already hinted at it, we know self-care does exist and it's definitely more emphasized nowadays post-pandemic. Hearing just a little bit of a schedule that you have, I'm overwhelmed. And that's just me listening and I'm, I'm being honest. I can only imagine what it's like to actually live that out. Now, does self-care exist in your world? If it does, like, I know you started hinting at it a little bit with like, you know, taking the rest when you can, but that's kind of where my ears got real big at the last part, like when you can, what happens when it seems as if you're unable to, your schedule does not permit or priorities kind of run, especially academically in the collegiate world. It's kind of like, we got to do that because ultimately outside of sports, you know, this is our, it's our backbone too. So like, what, what like what does it look like for like self-care for you for your team is it just you by yourself or do you have self-care moments with your team too like what else yeah for sure it was different for me like my first like year and a half than it is for me now um I think like my first 
two years, like we were up at, you know, 6 a.m. weights and shooting. And then we would come back in the afternoon and practice after class. And so that for me, like coming in and not really being prepared for that was probably like that was that was where the sleeping when I can really came into effect. And that time I didn't really have too much like self-care. I didn't really know what I like to do. And so if I was like, if I had any free time, I, I was just like sleeping and, and watching Netflix basically. Like that was like my self-care and that probably wasn't good for me in the long run. But I think now it's, it's also mostly time management too, like understanding when I have time, to like get my work done and all that stuff. Like right now, like this is like my break I have like between my classes and like I've already worked out. Um, like today we have off, so this is a little different. You know, it's really just scheduling out. Like you have to make time for your self-care is what I would say. Like you can't just like wake up one day and be like, oh, like I'm going to take a bath and stuff. But yeah, also like our coaches um, are trying to be more intentional about it. Like we have our trainer, like she gets us massages about like once a month. And so like that's important. Like recovery is also like self-care too, like in a way. And so for me, like, I still do enjoy like Netflix and stuff, but it's like giving myself a break and like reading or like hanging out with your friends. It's like a reset. So that's part of what I do. But that also comes with time. Like I'm an upperclassman now. And so I've had time to like learn about what works for me and what doesn't. And so it's all about the trial and error too. Come on here, Jordan, dropping gems. That's what I'm talking about. Self-care is like all encompassing. Like, first of all, you got to look at what you like. What actually fills you, what refills you to the to the point where you can perform again. And then after you've had your tests and trials of finding out what actually works for you, it's like developing that consistency. It's it's finding the time to put in, you know, and on top of that, it's just like making sure that it's not just you who want who wants and needs self-care. I love the fact that you said your coaches are now from from higher up or definitely trying to tap into it more and I, I love this is the reason why I love strive and the spaces that we live in it's because everyone everyone is able to grow from these type of skills and especially focusing in on mindfulness those social emotional learning skills are very important to cope with life in general and Jordan is one of our guests who is able to tell us from all different facets in the academic realm, collegiate athlete, and outside of that, just as an individual who is growing, I think it's very important that her story is understood that self-care looks different for different people. And even if your self-care begins and starts off, you know, as a discovery, give it some time and you'll end up developing some consistency and you'll end up finding literally what makes you the best version of you so like Jordan when I tell you you did a number on me you did because I needed that and I knew I needed it so thank you Jordan I appreciate you Jared I'm sorry you had something to say no that's that's great that's that's it I think you hit the nail on the head yeah then Jordan thank you so so much um did you have any parting words that you want to say or any advice anything at all that you want to give a shout out to anybody if you're planning on going to strive and you want to play at the next level, get into the vitamins because it doesn't stop those six, seven a.m. Like you're going to be going through it. So get that energy up. Like once you experience that, like you'll be fine. Like you'll be like, oh, I did this at strive. Like I, I know what I'm doing <laughs> now. But it really is like when I got to college, I was like, oh, like they were for real. Like you're going to be up at six a.m. Like running stairs. So yeah. 
Mm. Mm. See, y'all gonna have to go to a later to an earlier episode that's where we talk about vitamins. I was gonna say that. Yeah, oh, vitamins is ridiculous. I mean, no, it was a good ridiculous though. Like like she said, it was a definitely a a, a glimpse at the college athlete life. So. Thank you so, so much for coming on to the pod to talk with us. Tiff, I'll give, I'll hand it off to you now for any final thoughts and uh, the closing. Well, we definitely enjoyed hearing the story and hearing perspectives and the tools and the skills that Jordan has definitely developed our time at Sports Challenge and also in her college career. So we're excited to hear more about Jordan. So let's send positive wishes and positive vibes over to Jordan and anyone else who is also in and shares a path just like her. All right. Thank you so much. And if you would like to follow us again and listen into our content, I actually invite you to check out our website at striveleadership.org and also check out our podcast and YouTube channel, Strive How You Lead Matters. Until then, much love. Thank you so much, Jared. Thank you again, Jordan. 